Want to bet with Black and Abdallah brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. That's right. Black and Abdallah on a Sunday. Usually you can listen to us weekday, uh, weeknights, 6 a.m. right here on ESPN 1000. And we're here to talk gambling and the NFL with you this afternoon right here on ESPN 1000. Eagles and 49ers about to kick from Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia. Yeah, it's going to be a great game, I think, regardless. I think the point spread uh, dictates that. I do think the Eagles win by more than the three, but uh, it should be it should be great. I think the Eagles have been the, the big story of the NFL season, right? Like when we talked about doing our five up, five down on Black and Abdallah, we've had the Eagles in that top one or two pretty much every single week. And I think that they've shown, especially with Jalen Hurts, that this is a team that especially with the, you know, like we, we talked about the, the age of the quarterbacks, like this is the youngest four almost ever, I, th- I believe. It is. And yep. so... In the, is, in the NFC, it's never you've never had a younger matchup of quarterbacks. And that's good. I think it's good for the league. And I think it's good for the NFL that if... Look, if Brock Purdy does find a way to win this game for the 49ers and they win because of him and not in spite of him, then he'll, he might be your starter for the 49ers going forward. And then this, this league, I think right now, we've talked about it at length this week, is in good hands with these four young quarterbacks. And then obviously Justin Herbert's mixed in there and a couple other young guys. But this league is in a good spot with young quarterbacks. And hopefully... Justin Fields can be one of those quarterbacks starting next year. We'll take your calls throughout the show at 312-332-3776. Mike in Bridgeport, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Mike? Hello? Hello? What's up, Mike? Mike? Hello? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, hey, I was uh, I was seeing if, uh, okay, let's say the Eagles win this matchup, and then let's say the Bengals win their matchup, mm-hmm. and it's a Eagles-Bengals Super Bowl who do you got then? Because I know you guys are on the on the Eagles for right now, today's game. Yeah. Uh, so am I. But in that matchup, let's say they're in the Super Bowl, who you got? Well, Mike, I, I would ask what's the line on the game. If, if Joe Burrow is getting more than two points, if he's getting three, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go with Joe Burrow in the points in a big spot. That's the way I would lean, even if the Eagles maybe. I would take the points in the quarterback, but... Uh, that's just because I I continue to go to that well and I haven't been burned yet, and that w- that's right. a likely indication on how I'm going to gamble for the AFC Championship game this afternoon as well. Right, I guess gambling wise that would be better, like payoff wise. But I definitely can see the Eagles being favored uh, over oh, the yeah. Bengals because you know just I mean even their solid D that they got, they're you know they're bound to win. I believe when the Fat Jack joined us on Friday, he said that the Eagles would be the short favorite by like a point, point and a half. He said both NFC teams would be the favorite, no matter the matchup from the AFC. So if San Francisco yeah. got there, Philadelphia got there, that the week would likely start <laughs> with them being the favorite. Right. I would. Yeah, I agree. See, I have a future on the Eagles. Thanks for the call, Mike. Appreciate you. Thanks, man. I have a future on the Eagles. When we did our prediction at the beginning of the season, the Eagles yeah. were my Super Bowl team. Yep. I said, I believe I said Eagles-Chiefs to make it to the Super Bowl. Maybe it was Eagles-Bills. I definitely had the Eagles. So I put a future on them to win the Super Bowl. So at that point, I would almost have to hedge a little bit by betting the Bengals just to get some of my to get my money back and make, make a little bit of profit. But I, th- I think I would have to go Eagles in that game, too. I know Joe Burrow's been great, and we've been we've made a lot of money on Joe Burrow, and sure. hopefully we continue to make money on him later today. Uh, but I, I just think that there's something about the Eagles. They have the most complete roster in the NFL. They're, for the most part, healthy. 
right? Like all their, like a lot of their guys are healthy. Their main players are healthy right now. And I think A.J. Brown hasn't really been a, a huge factor in, these play, in the playoffs, and he was kind of upset with that. He wasn't really complaining, but also saying he wants the ball and he would appreciate the ball a little more. So maybe you see a breakout game from him today. And, you know, he was kind of a non-factor, but he's out there as somewhat of a decoy, I guess, because you always have to, to factor him in there because he's one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. But if I'm going to, if that comes out, I might end up waiting because I think a lot of the public, like you and me that have been making money on the Bengals, might move that line the way we saw the Kansas City Chiefs and the Bengals line move all over the place this week. And maybe the Bengals would eventually become the favorite, and then I could get the Eagles as a dog at that point. 312-332-3776. It's Black and Abdallah. Want to bet with Black and Abdallah. Brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. But it is still a Black and Abdallah show. <laughs> and your calls are welcome. All calls welcome all on, a, on a boozy brunch Sunday as we have two championship games in the NFL. And we go to Mo in Frankfurt. Hello, Mo. Let me tell you something. Sunday, huh? Sunday, 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 Sunday. Sunday. I swear to God, I wake up in the morning. You guys are on in the morning. I wake up, I go to sleep at night. You guys are on at night. I can't. It's okay though. I love it, <laughs> Mo. Because of my new, okay, because then. of my newborn, Mo. I'm trying to lock in that three o'clock in the morning time slot since I'm already up. So might as well be hosting if I'm already going to be awake at that time, right? Hey, let me tell you something, man. Um, I had two. Two twins, right? Uh, I went through the whole thing, and it's amazing. It's like one goes with a bed, the other one gets up, and it's like crazy. But you know what? Hey, good luck, and everything's going to be cool. But I want to make this quick. <laughs> I do have uh, because, I sure. mean, shoot, when's kickoff? What time is it? Well, um, it started, it started, but you, the can, game you started can get after some things. You can live gamble, though. There's live the gamble. On the FanDuel app. It's okay. I do have some props. So I couldn't pick the four teams to win. Like, I couldn't. I don't know. Philadelphia, San Francisco. I like them all. I like Kansas City and since I couldn't pick that, so I didn't pick any of those. But I did do props, a lot of props. Okay. So Let's hear do you them. want do you want do you want the Philly ones or do you want the Cincinnati ones? Because I got a bunch. Oh, of the, the, I, I think got, the Cincy ones probably are more relevant to our listeners since the game has started yeah. in Philly. Right, right, right. So I got you a know because people are writing these down, down Mo. This is big time. People mm-hmm. are writing down there these picks from Mo. Picks. Okay, let me talk here. Hold on, Whoops. Mahomes anytime touchdowns. He's going to have a touchdown for sure. I have that one up. I have um, uh, ooh, here. Isaiah Paccio over 47 yards. Definitely. Chase over 83 for sure. You know, and then uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, most of my props was like Brandon Ayuk versus Slay. That's going to be an okay. under. All right. You know Something to keep I mean? our eyes on. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe you guys can root for me. You know, I have the under on all games. Okay. So I know I disagree with you guys. You know, under on all the games, a lot of defense. Jalen Hurts under for rushing. So, you know, but I think Kittle's going to be, he's going to make some money for me. Yeah, Kittle over, obviously. And then um, I got some thank you notes here. Oh, okay. All right. Give us your uh, thank thank you you notes. notes. Okay. This is on Sunday. I do thank you notes. Friday, I do show notes. Monday, yeah. I do football notes. Okay, sure. thank you notes. Yeah, thank, thank you notes. You I've been writing a lot of thank you notes. So, Thank you, Detroit. Even though you were out of it, you still took the Packers down with you. I love that game. <laughs> thank you, Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers for being a bum again and doing the same thing you did last offseason. <laughs> Making their, you know, whatever. And then thank you. To Eddie from the north side, 
and the bang for showing your true colors. And I love you. Thank you. Thank you, Mo. Thank there, you, Mo. There you go. Now, Mo, did you lift that straight from Fallon? You know what? I wanted the Fallon music before me, but you know what? Maybe I should give that to Fallon. Okay. All right. Goodbye. All right. Thank you, you Mo. I mean, no offense, but Mo yeah. doesn't get to dictate his production. No. No. Piece on he the does back not. end. A quick update on the game here. Uh, yeah. Fred Warner, one of the best linebackers in the NFL, has gone down with an injury. They've gone to commercial. He walked off with the trainer, uh, but he looks to be in a lot of pain. The live line right now, the Eagles are driving. Live line right now, the Eagles minus three and a half. Yeah, there's only two plays into the game uh, at the moment. It was Sanders up the middle, and uh, Warner was the one injured and also making the play on mm-hmm. that play. So uh, Eagles ball, two plays in. Uh, first quarter, very early, 14-22 in the first quarter. We're talking football with you. Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000. Chase on the south side. Hello, Chase. Hey, good, a- uh, good afternoon. Happy championship Sunday, fellas. You as well. Thank you. Hey, so I just placed a parlay about an hour ago, right? Okay. Actually, I placed two par- I placed the eight-game, same-game parlay. Um, I'm a little nervous about a couple of these parlays I placed. One was that I had – it was a 12-game parlay where I had um, Travis Kelsey have any any touchdowns and then because those are the one I'm really nervous about is the Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown and Isaiah Pachiro over 49 yards rushing so I'm a little nervous about that the only reason why I say that is because from my understanding Travis Kelsey is hurt right is he even is he even playing or what he, what is, he was what questionable is throughout the week but uh all indications so far is that he'll play He's obviously play. the game is at 5:30 so we'll get some reports throughout the afternoon I uh, I would assume he's going to play though Okay cuz see I, I don't I, I really don't like playing parlays all the, I don't like it sometimes I do it all the times but the reason why is because it's not guaranteed these things are going to hit. And it's like, it's just annoying how these players, they wait till the time you play them because now all of a sudden they decide to have a bad game. And that's what I'm a little concerned about. But, I mean, I see the money line. I picked the money line for Cincinnati Bengals. But my concern is also is that I'm seeing a lot of people are riding on the Bengals bandwagon. And I'm just worried that they there's too much bingo hype. And I'm wondering if are the Kansas City Chiefs gonna use that motivation to saying like what are we? You know, and that the fact that Mahomes, I don't know how significant his injury is, but obviously he's not okay enough to play and eighty five percent Mahomes is still good enough to win this game. So I mean all these people are running these bingles as if they just do great teams. The Chiefs is still the Yeah team that you got and can't sleep on I, I just i don't know it just seemed like it's too much it, it just seemed like it's too much hype for the Bengals. i'm not saying i like the Bengals, but i'm just saying i'm concerned that the kansas city chiefs are not getting the type of credit that they need it's almost like everybody's talking like the chiefs are bummed not to say they are but it's like everybody making it seem like it's just going to be easy game for the Bengals to walk out here and win which i highly doubt yeah i they, mean i'm picking the Bengals to win but i'm just saying i would not I wouldn't underestimate the Chiefs that easy. I just won't. I mean, I'm a little nervous about picking the Bengals on the money line because I, I put I placed a, I placed an eight 
eight-leg game parlay. Yeah, you, you have, the, you have all the parlays parlay. going. Thanks for the call, Chase. We appreciate you, man. And, and I understand your point when feeling that everyone's on one side. Um, I don't think it's necessarily that people are underestimating what Kansas City brings to the table. I think some of it may be the high ankle sprain to Patrick Mahomes they mm-hmm. suffered last week. Um, I, I do think that there is also something to what the Bengals bring to the table. Not only is it Joe Burrow's swag and the offensive weapons, yeah. but like they are the one team that offensively can go head-to-head with Kansas City, and they actually have better weapons than what Kansas City has. So, so for one, I, I would lean towards Burrow in that offense, mm-hmm. but then two, the ability for the Bengals to get after a quarterback in big spots, uh, Hubbard, uh, Hendrickson, those guys make plays in big spots. And, and I feel like that's where you're going to have to figure out whose defense is a little bit better, Kansas A or Cincinnati, and try and gamble that game in that fashion. Well, I was, look, not everyone's on the Bengals because the Bengals were a favorite in the middle of the week, and then now the Chiefs are once again the favorite in this game. It was two and a half. It's now down to one and a half as we've been doing this show here for the last 45 minutes. I'll tell you this, 70% of the bets are coming in on the Bengals. But 50% of the money is coming in on the Chiefs, which means a lot of the Sharps are taking the Chiefs in this one and saying, hey, if Mahomes is out there, he's going to be just fine out there with that ankle. Like, he wouldn't be out there risking long-term health, and he's going to be uh, pretty good on that ankle. So I would say that to say that everyone on the Bengals, like maybe the people picking the games on these pregame shows have picked the Bengals and everything like that because of the recency of them beating the Chiefs, you know, three times in a row and all that kind of stuff. But not everyone, not everyone is on the Bengals so far. And, and that's where it's like if there was any other quarterback on the other side looking at Kansas City, I would say, you know, I, I would be going with Kansas City, too. Mm-hmm. But when you're giving multiple points to the Bengals, that's where I'm like, even if it's just close, I would rather have the points on my side in that situation. And that's what we're keeping our eyes on. As uh, This is Want to Bet with Bluck and Abdallah, brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. So uh, Eagles and 49ers, the NFC Championship game, the Eagles received the opening kick. We'll update you on what's taking place in Philadelphia next. Black and Abdallah, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. This is Wanna Bet with Black and Abdallah, prepping for the NFL championship games and keeping you company during the games. Brought to you by FanDuel and Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Want to bet with Black and Abdallah brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. All right, Abdallah, the NFC Championship game. We have a touchdown on the board. The Eagles lead 7-0 with 9 minutes and 48 seconds left in the first quarter. The Eagles get the opening kickoff and they go 11 plays, 66 yards. A drive that takes 5 minutes and 12 seconds. Sanders off the left guard, 6 yards, touchdown. Eagles lead 7-0 in Philadelphia. Yeah, the replays are showing that maybe Devontae Smith didn't catch the ball, but uh, you know what? Whatever to well, catch. describe the play. So he, he's running. It's 4th and 3. I thought you went through the drive chart right there. It's 4th and 3. And, were, you, uh, were you not listening? No, I was watching the game. Uh, that's what we're doing here, watching the game. So uh, there was a big 4th down, and Devontae down, Smith. It's 4th and 3. Nick Sirianni decides to go for it. 
with the Eagles. Great for the over that they convert that. But Devontae Smith gets up after a diving one-handed catch, falls on it, rolls over, immediately gets up and does the get to the line and run a play motion, right? The get to the line, run a play Probably a sign that he may or may not have caught that ball. Probably did not catch that ball. They run the play. Obviously, they score a few plays later. And the Eagles are now up 7-0. The live line right now, Eagles minus 6.5. The live total over under of 47.5. So, I mean, if you're playing this game live and you see 6.5 and and you're a 49ers backer, and you didn't get your bet in, perhaps, when the game started. Uh, right now on FanDuel, the line just moved to 7.5. Yeah. 49ers getting those points. So if you're a 49ers supporter, you didn't get the bet in early, you think they still, at some point, will come ahead in this contest. Well, right now on FanDuel's uh, website and app, you're getting 7.5 points. So just keep your eyes on it if you're live betting throughout the game. It will change from play to play. Yeah, of course uh, it so, will. So it's something to keep your eyes on, especially the money line for the 49ers now is at plus 220. Uh, we made... <laughs> 20 prop bets heading into this game. 49ers and Eagles all on FanDuel. And we have already hit a winner. Tyler Aki on the board. Banger. He selected either Sanders or Hertz. First touchdown score at plus 390. That is a winner. Congratulations Mm -hmm. to Tyler Aki. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Already plus money on the day. That's great at plus 390. Hopefully you locked that in before the game started when we gave it to you. And you're already already a winner right now. That's great. That's awesome. Now that the the 49ers have the ball, some of these other prop bets are coming into play as Brock Purdy... Has, is driving the uh, the 49ers down the field because I have mostly 49ers props. I have like one Eagles prop and most of them are 49ers props. A couple overs and some unders here, but a lot of them, if you look at our, I think a lot of them, ours are mostly 49ers props. I have some Eagles. Um, to, to recap the opening drive for Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts went 5 of 7, 54 yards. Uh, he was sacked once. Uh, Miles Sanders with three carries for 12 yards and the touchdown. Devontae Smith had one reception for 29 yards. The reception that Abdallah said was questionable, uh, but that one reception for 29 yards. A.J. Brown, two receptions for 16. Goddard with two receptions for nine yards. And those are the offensive stats for the Eagles on their opening drive in Philadelphia. Uh, 49ers with the ball and driving at the moment. Eight minutes left in the first quarter in Philadelphia in the NFC Championship game. So we will keep our eyes on the, and like we said, uh, before Eagles 49ers, the four of us, Tyler Aki, Charlie Bevins, Chris Black, Adam Abdallah, we laid out 20 prop bets for this contest that we can keep our eyes on for the next couple of hours. We have already hit on one, and that's Tyler with the first touchdown scored from Sanders, Miles Sanders, at plus 390. So that's on the board, and we'll keep you up to date with the rest of our prop bets as we go here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. It's Wanna Bet, Black and Abdallah here on ESPN 1000. Brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. You can also watch us today on Twitch. Shout out to the Twitchers. We'll have a lot of long streamers in the Twitch chat uh, today, ESPN 1000 Chicago is where you can find us. And we're hanging out with you watching football here on ESPN 1000. We go to Matt in Streamwood. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Matt? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my phone call. Black and Abdallah, can I ask you? I saw that Eric Bieniemy is going to be requested to interview with the OC for 
uh, Baltimore and Tennessee. Like, is there something going on there with Andy Reid and Matt Nagy and Patrick Mahomes where they're just getting tired of enemy with like the head coach interviews? Or I just don't understand why would they allow that? And they wouldn't even get any picks for that, right? They wouldn't get any compensatory picks if he right. does because he did a lat move, right? A lateral move? Yeah. yeah. Matt, I, I thought that I saw the same thing this morning. I thought that was strange as well. Well, I think that, listen, this is a. There's, there's two conversations here because I kind of want to compare it to what people might think of Ohio State quarterbacks, right? Like, are guys just coming in there running a system and, like, we're going to find that out with Justin? Like, if you don't believe in Justin Fields, you believe that Ohio State guys are just coming in, running a system, best weapons, best offensive line, and they're just, you know, plug-and-play type of guys with him and C.J. Stroud and whoever comes after that. Same with the offensive coordinator position for the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, was Matt Nagy great as a head coach? Absolutely not. Will Eric Bieniemy be good as, as an NFL coach? We don't know. Do people believe, or do the Kansas City Chiefs believe, that someone can just come in and run Andy Reid's system, and it doesn't really matter who's there as long as you're calling Andy Reid plays and you have Patrick Mahomes and you have one of the best offenses in the NFL, that it doesn't really matter who's there calling plays. That as long as Andy Reid is creating the game plan and overseeing the, uh, the offensive side of the ball, that it doesn't really matter who is there, that maybe Matt Nagy takes over as offensive coordinator uh, once again, and then maybe or they hire another offensive coordinator or whatever it is. So I think they want, I think, you know, Andy Reid isn't going to stop Eric Bieniemy from getting a head coaching job. That would kind of be a douche move, right? Like it'd be like, or another offensive coordinator job. Like, hey, if you want to go and try somewhere else and prove, and maybe prove that it's not just me, right? Because people might believe that the reason he, Eric Bieniemy is not getting a job is because he's under Andy Reid and, and under him as, as a, an assistant coach. Whereas if he goes somewhere else and has success as an offensive coordinator, then people might say, oh, well, maybe it's Bieniemy and now he can get a head coaching job, right? Yeah, I, I lean towards, I think this has to be from his side of things, thinking if I stay here in Kansas City, people believe this is all Andy Reid, where if I can take another job, have success, then that that head coaching gig will open up for me. Well, doesn't Andy Reid call plays too? Yes, because yeah, so he doesn't call. So Eric Bieniemy doesn't call plays. If he right. were to go to Tennessee, he could be call. the OC. He'll call plays. That's another feather in his cap when so, he's interviewing for jobs. Yeah, so it's a, it's a step forward, even though it's it's a lateral title change. And I'm sure people do that all the time. You know, mm-hmm. in business, you 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 may not be. Uh, getting a new title, but you're going to a company that a has more money, more resources, or the responsibility mm-hmm. allows you to develop what you want to do in the future. So I saw that story earlier today, and I thought that was interesting as well. Yeah, I think that if he does have that opportunity, like he goes and takes one of these jobs as an offensive coordinator, and then is uh, has the ability to come up with a game plan on offense, come up with whatever he wants to on offense, and then call plays, then that next step is oh, well, you were successful, it's not just Andy Reid, and now, okay, fine, you are now uh, uh, eligible to become a head coach, or you're wanted as a head coach as opposed to just an offensive coordinator. So we're keeping our eyes on Eagles 49ers. Six minutes, 55 seconds left in the first quarter, 7 nothing Philadelphia. Uh, I don't understand. So there was a, a challenge. Did the Eagles win the challenge so, based yes. on a fumble from Brock Purdy? Yeah. Was it a closed hand, open hand as it was coming forward and he so, was being hit in the pocket? So what happened was it looked like a dropped interception. And then Nick Sirianni challenged the arm coming forward because it was called an incomplete pass. Because it was bobbled up in the air. Yes, right? it was bobbled straight up into the air. Not an interception. However, 
a fumble, and now the Eagles have the ball second down with about six and a half left in the first quarter. So the Niners on their first possession, six plays, 25 yards, two minutes and 52 seconds of game time, uh, ends with a fumble from Brock Purdy as he was trying to get rid of the the pass as uh, he was in the pocket and uh, about to be sacked. It was a strip fumble sack uh, recovered by Philadelphia. Philadelphia ball now on the 45 uh, with another opportunity to score. So you can also do some great live betting on the FanDuel Sportsbook app, and you can live bet this third drive result. This is the third drive of the game. It is now third down. If you believe that there will be a punt in the next 30 seconds, that's even money at plus 100. An offensive touchdown is plus 270. A field goal is plus 400. And anything else, a fumble, whatever, is five. Five to one, or a turnover on downs, or whatever is five to one. Most of the money coming in on a punt right now, but it is third down, uh, third and four, with about five and a half left in the first. So, if you want to do some drive betting, you can do that here. You can drive, live bet a ton of stuff on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. I have a question about the Bears for you coming up next. You're listening to Black and Abdallah, ESPN Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports. We're prepping for the NFL championship games and keeping you company during the games. It's Wanna Bet with Black and Abdallah, brought to you by FanDuel and Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Working on some live bets here. Well, Black and Abdallah, Wanna Bet, brought to you by FanDuel here on a Sunday. Hanging out with you. We're watching the 49ers and the Eagles. We're also previewing the AFC Championship game. We're going to talk some Bears as well. We do have uh, breaking news in this Eagles 49ers game. So uh, the Eagles go uh, three and out. They punt. The 49ers now have the ball with 450 left in the first quarter, 7 nothing Philadelphia. But the development in Philadelphia is that Josh Johnson is now in at quarterback for the 49ers. Brock Purdy is on the bench. So we have Josh Johnson. It looks like a, a what, an arm, a shoulder-type question to return with a right elbow injury. Elbow injury for Purdy. And Josh Johnson, the 36-year-old backup quarterback from San Diego, is now in at quarterback, and he just got demolished by the Eagles' uh, pass defense. I just, so this is something to keep your eyes on. If you're a 49ers backer, this is a tough, tough situation now. I just tried to live bet an alternate line of the Eagles minus 9.5. It was click, quickly moved to minus 150. Yeah. So I did not get that in time. The live line right now is Eagles minus 11 and a half with a total of 42 and a half. So this screws are, are, are over, by the way. Well, uh, but <laughs> good for Eagles backers. You don't, want, you don't want injury to anybody. But if you're rooting for the Eagles and you have the Eagles on an alternate line or whatever it is right now, this is good for Eagles betters. This is good for Eagles fans. Obviously, we hope that uh, Brock Purdy is okay. But it, it, this is if this is going to be what uh, what they have to do is it's now third and twenty with just uh, about three minutes left in the first. This is going to be tough sledding because Josh Johnson is no Brock. It's weird to say that someone's no Brock Purdy. Yeah, Josh Johnson is no Brock Purdy. Well, th- this is one of those things. As a fan of a team, this is your worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. You give up a touchdown on the opening drive. Your quarterback goes out there, a guy that you know you had some some good vibes with, right? Like he's been playing good football, and within. Halfway through the first quarter, one of the biggest, you know, um, 
the toughest plays to be made in the first quarter from your quarterback. He gets hurt on that situation. You turn the football over, and now you're backed up. Yeah, your defense held, but you're backed up now with a backup quarterback who clearly is not at the same caliber of running the offense. And it seems as if now it's it's all for the Eagles to take advantage of. Yeah, absolutely. As now, you know, the uh, the 49ers are going to punt here, and so the Eagles are going to get the football back. And if you go up 14 nothing, I'm not saying it's insurmountable because here's the thing. Like, there's a difference, right? We've seen games. We've seen playoff games, and we talked about it before, where – Kyle Shanahan with Jimmy Garoppolo in a playoff game saw him throw two almost interceptions and took the ball out of his hand and they handed off the ball like 40 consecutive times, right? This is not that scenario because Jimmy Garoppolo was a threat to throw still. Like, this is not a threat to throw. This is a, all right, well, Christian McCaffrey is going to get a 1,000 carries and, and try to win this game, and this is going to be on the offensive line and, you know, you know, quick checkdowns and that kind of thing. You don't have that offensive weapon that is Brock Purdy, who has been playing well when he's been in there so far this season. This is a fourth-string quarterback. This is a dude who's 45 years old coming in there and trying to win the NFC Championship game. And a 14-point lead that the Eagles look to go up here now is almost seems insurmountable. We, crazier things have happened, but that almost seems insurmountable for a fourth-string quarterback. You know, as a 49ers fan, I, I guess the one glimmer of hope is that Brock Purdy is still on the bench. It, it's not like they took him in the back and that he he's just not, like, maybe it feels better at some point, and, and we'll get what the reports are throughout the game, but uh, something to keep your eyes on. Eagles with the ball now, two minutes, 18 seconds left in the first quarter. Eagles lead 7 nothing. So we'll keep our eyes on that game as we go along here on ESPN 1000. I did want to ask you, because I think it's relatable to what we're seeing now with San Francisco. The 49ers the entire year have been dealing with issues with quarterback injuries and, and trying to get through it. And Kyle Shanahan, at each and every time, whoever enters the game is prepared, ready to go, and the 49ers offense seems to not miss a beat. If you're a Bears fan, you look at this weekend, Championship Sunday, how far away is this team from playing on this day in the future? Because I, I think when you look around the NFC, clearly Philadelphia at the moment seems to be the class of the, the conference. Outside of Philadelphia, name me the elite quarterbacks that lead teams that are just unbeatable. It seems like the NFC is there for the taking. We heard Kevin Warren last week when we talked to the media. He mentioned it that like it's not like... Uh, the other conference, the AFC, where you have Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Herbert, Allen, uh, Lamar Jackson. You have all these great young quarterbacks who clearly will be in play for many yeah. years. In the NFC, the 49ers have quarterback issues. Uh, you look at what's going on with Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers and new reports today from Adam Schefter on ESPN.com that perhaps a trade could be uh, facilitated in this offseason with Rodgers to somewhere else. So Big question mark there. Tom Brady, I would imagine, isn't likely to stay in Tampa. Mm-hmm. Uh, name, you know, we look at the Vikings they had a nice season, but it's Kirk Cousins who's their quarterback. Dallas, their downfall is the inconsistent play from Dak Prescott. There, there are no great teams with great quarterbacks in the NFC. And and so when I I return the question back to here in Chicago, how far away is this Bears team from gangs at this point? Well, I mean, look at look at the the NFC, right? In the East, you've got Jalen Hurts, you've got Dak Prescott, you've got Daniel Jones, and whatever the commanders decide to do, right? That's probably the best 
quarterback situation in the NFC, right? Those four teams. Like that that division right there, right? Yeah. And then in the north you've got, you know, we just we just mentioned with uh with the Lions and Goff, who knows what the Packers are gonna do, uh and, and you know the Vikings and the Bears, right? The Bucks, we don't know what they're gonna do without Tom Brady. The Panthers are in a position to maybe trade up and draft. Do we do the Bears have to worry about a Bryce Young or a CJ Stroud or a Will Levis or something like that? You know, uh, who are the are the Saints going to try to stick with? Like Andy Dalton's not the answer for the Saints. Are they going to try to stick with Jameis Winston again? And then the Falcons too have question marks at quarterback. So that the NFC South is a one gigantic question mark. And then the 49ers seem to be able to plug anybody in as long as it's not Josh Johnson uh, to to be quarterback here. Well, you don't know that right now. I mean, what, uh, what if true. Shanahan and the Niners come back? They could. And they, they win this well game could. with Josh this, Johnson look, at quarterback. This is still the number one defense in the NFL in the Eagle, in the uh, 49ers, right? So they still have a chance if their defense keeps them in this game. The Seahawks, are they going to stick with Geno Smith? Is Matthew Stafford going to be able to rebound from injury and come back against the Rams? And who knows what Kyler Murray is? If Sean Payton takes the, the Cardinals job, Kyler Murray could be completely turned around. Or Kyler Murray could be the same quarterback that he's been and been, be completely inconsistent. So I think that right now, if you look at the, the conference, the class is the Eagles and the Cowboys with Jalen Hurts and Dak Prescott. And maybe a rookie comes in. But right now, because you have Justin Fields and because you have the quarterback, this could be a quicker turnaround. I'm not going to say that they're going to be a playoff team next year. I'm not going to go ahead and say that right away. But I'm going to say that this team, because of Justin Fields and because of the teams you're going to play in the conference, you should be at least a 500 team next year. You should be around seven or eight wins because of the quarterbacks that you're going to face. And ideally, we hope that Justin Fields is that next guy that when we're having this conversation and, you know, maybe uh, radio stations in Carolina are saying, well, look at the quarterbacks. All you have are Jalen Hurts, (laughs) Justin Fields and Dak Prescott. Like, why can't C.J. Stroud take the next step? Why can't Bryce Young take the next step? Like, that's what we hope to be happening. Right. So I think with the amount of draft picks that they could get for this number one pick, the amount of, uh, of money that they have in cap space that they have, that this could be a quicker turnaround. Playoffs, maybe not yet. That might be two years away. But at least the in-the-hunt graphic as we head into you know the final couple weeks of the season. I think next year should be the fight for 500, uh, hang around, and then if you miss the playoffs, that happens in like the final couple games of this season. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like Get to December where you're still in contention. I get it. They may not have all of the uh, the problems fixed by the time we get to the start of next season. There's a lot of cap space, though. Most in the NFL double the next team. Uh, so you'll have an ability to go out in free agency to address some issues on the defensive line, uh, also offensive line help. If you can do that and then draft players who can be impactful, playmaking, offensive weapons, I think you could have a chance to be around 500. Mm-hmm. And then you hope that you solidified enough in this offseason that next year you're sitting in a spot where we could duplicate what we saw the Eagles do from last year to this year, right? Yeah. And I think that's where suggesting they can make the playoffs next year, I don't think it's totally crazy because teams go from worst to first in the NFL every year. There's more than one. Every year it happens. Oh, yeah. Look at Jacksonville. Uh, they, they were the team this year. 
Uh, you could look at a team like the Giants. They didn't go to first, but they make the playoffs, and they win a game on the road opening weekend of the playoffs. That's pretty impressive for a team that was supposed to be last, a team that was supposed to have the, the same amount of talent that the Bears were supposed to have heading into this season. Uh, so I, I think that's the goal for the Bears. Get to a spot where you're within striking distance at the end of next season. Maybe you miss out on the playoffs, but then you're like one piece away the following offseason or one piece of development the following year. And I think that's also where the conversation about Justin Fields goes to a spot where I think we saw enough highlights and enough uh, development throughout this season to suggest that he could do it. What will have to happen is next year it has to turn on. The moment the season starts, Fields has got to be a guy who's now competing for the top half of quarterbacks in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Not just, okay, dazzling run here, you know, uh, nice pass there. He needs to be a quarterback who's fighting in the conversation of, well, you know, the better quarterback between Cousins and Fields, it's Fields. He's he's playing that way. Like, like we shouldn't just only be highlighting his legs and the ability to run the football like we did this season. Next year, it's going to have to be the full package as far as a quarterback goes of Justin Fields from the from the jump. Well, yeah, you need to set it up the way the Eagles did, just like we, we talked about, right? Like, set everything up around him, and if you have the dream scenario like we talked about on the Bear Down podcast that you can get on the ESPN Chicago app where you end up with somehow three first-round picks in 2024, then, you know, maybe one of these great wide receivers is like, hey, they're not going to pay me, and you end up trading a late first-round pick for a wide receiver because you have three of them and you just go, well, we got three. Why not trade them? Trade, take it. Then you're, if you're, if you're in the luxury where you're one wide receiver away from being in the NFC championship game, then you make that move. And that's where I hope the bears are at the end of 2023 into 2024. But it all starts right after the Super Bowl when you're, when you can trade picks and, and free agency starts and all that kind of stuff, because that is when it's going to be the biggest offseason that I can remember for the Bears and the most pressure on Ryan Poles moving forward. Today's special show, it's Wanna Bet with Black and Abdallah, brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. We'll be right back. Chicago's home for sports, Black and Abdallah, ESPN Chicago. You want to win money during NFL Championship football? It's Wanna Bet with Black and Abdallah, bringing you the latest and best bets through it all. Brought to you by FanDuel and Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Do, da, dippity. You can go with this, or you can go with that. You can go with this, or you can go with that. I think you can go with this, because this is kind of fat. Wanna bet with Black and Abdallah brought to you by FanDuel, America's number one sports book. We're hanging out with you on a Sunday, talking football, talking gambling, and we're keeping our eyes on Philadelphia. The NFC Championship game, end of the first quarter. First quarter took 50 minutes to play. Well, bizarre plays at the end of that first quarter where the Eagles went to punt and the ball hit the camera wire, the sky cam wire. Sure. So I believe they had to re-punt, and then now it's the end of the first quarter. And Brock Purdy being seen on the sidelines throwing, testing the arm. Okay, so some developments. First of all, Philadelphia scored in their first possession, 7 nothing. Philadelphia. The Niners get the football in their first possession. Brock Purdy fumbles. It's a sack strip fumble. And on the play, injures his elbow. 
So he was out for the rest of the quarter after that first drive. Josh Johnson in at quarterback for the 49ers. But the defense for the 49ers have been put in some bad spots here in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. They're only down seven. They're hanging in there. 49ers ball at the moment. At the 50, it was the end of the first quarter. First and 10 from the 50 for the 49ers as they uh, start the second quarter and the Niners are driving. So the defense for San Francisco hanging tough at this moment. Yeah, and you know what we're seeing is a game plan from San Francisco to just pound the ball with Christian McCaffrey because they don't trust Josh Johnson and I don't know if I would either but right now the live line on FanDuel Sportsbook seven and a half the Eagles the favorite the total continuing to creep lower and lower at 40 and a half right now as we could just get seven points in the first quarter as San Francisco continuing to drive Brock Purdy we could do Brock Purdy play-by-play right like we're like we can't do game play-by-play but Brock Purdy strapping on the uh what is he doing he's strapping on the play the armband with all the plays on it putting his hands in the hand warmer well, he's not in at quarterback he's at not, the moment. He's currently so. not in at quarterback. Thank, but he thank is, you for that update, He's getting Abdel. prepared getting his hands to warm. play in this football game, it would look like. Uh, some updates on injured players from the first quarter. Fred Werner, uh, he's back in the game. He, he left after the second play. After making a tackle for the 49ers, he's back on the field. Also, uh, Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa at the moment is not on the sideline for the 49ers. It seems that he was run into on a play that went on to the sideline, so he wasn't even in the game and perhaps has been injured at this moment. So the reason I bring this up is the four of us, uh, Chris Black, Adam Abdallah, Tyler Aki, and Charlie Bevins, we have selected five prop bets each for this game, 49ers and Eagles, all on FanDuel. And at the moment, Tyler has already cashed Miles Sanders with the first touchdown at plus 390. So Tyler's in. Charlie has a Bosa no sack bet. Hmm. So if Bosa is out the rest of the game, Hmm. Charlie, that's looking great. So give credit to Charlie for that one. We have not uh, won that bet yet, but that's good news to help Charlie out. Now, I do have a Brock Purdy completions bet on Mm -hmm. my list. Yep. uh, Over 19 and a half. And right now, Brock Purdy just standing on the sidelines is not helping me out with my my prop bet. I have a Brock Purdy under 218 and a half yards passing. He currently has 19 passing yards right now. So if uh, there's another shot of Brock Purdy, he has a a, this gigantic black, like it looks like a brace almost. It's like an elbow brace. Yeah, on his elbow, keeping it in place. So I don't know if that means... He's going to try to play with that thing on or that's just keeping it on ice or whatever that is to, to curb swelling or something. But he's still not in this game. And it is now third and 20 with about 13 minutes left. San Francisco still has the ball here. Well, with Josh Johnson in at quarterback for the 49ers, uh, there are a couple of prop bets from Tyler and you, Adam, where you have Christian McCaffrey. Yes. And, and that might be something because he already has, what, almost 30 yards of rushing to this point already? Yeah, I have him over 59 and a half uh, rushing yards. And then I also have him at four and a half, over four and a half receptions. Tyler has him as uh, 40 plus receiving yards. So he'd have to, someone has to throw him the ball in order to get those. We need a lot of screen passes, yeah, though. Yeah, we need some screens. Yeah, we need some screens. When you have the backup to the backup to the backup backup, the backup in yeah. the game, mm-hmm. it's usually the short passing game that rules the day, right? Yeah, I 
would hope so, at least for those prop bets, because, uh, yeah, I've got two of them, and then Tyler has one of them. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, you know, McCaffrey, right now, his rushing yards, uh, he's got 29 rushing yards. So I need 30, I need 31 more rushing yards for McCaffrey to hit this prop bet. So uh, passing the ball for the 49ers, Brock Purdy leads right now. Two completions, two attempts at 19 yards. Josh, Josh Johnson with uh, one for three for nine yards. Jalen Hurts is 8 for 11 for 71 yards. And that's uh, the way the passing breaks down uh, for these two teams, 49ers and Eagles. Uh, 13 minutes left in the second quarter NFC Championship game. Abdal, if someone wants to live bet this game on FanDuel, what do we have as far as some options at the moment. So because the Eagles have the ball, I gave the, the live line a little bit ago. There was seven uh, and a half right now. The Eagles have the ball. It's minus ten and a half once again. The over-under 36 and a half uh, for this game. And it just dropping, just absolutely dropping. Uh, right now on the money line, the Eagles are minus 650. The 49ers plus 430. You can still get some good anytime touchdown scoring odds, though. Christian McCaffrey to score a touchdown is plus 160. Jalen Hurts is up to plus 180. That was down, uh, up from plus 120 to start the game. A.J. Brown hasn't been much of a factor. Devontae Smith had that big catch earlier. A.J. Brown at plus 220 to score an anytime touchdown. And then this seventh drive result. So this drive for this current drive for the uh Eagles, it's going to happen when they come back from commercial. A punt is minus 165. This defense has been playing well. They're deep in their own territory. They're about the three-yard line of their own territory. So uh, the 49ers defense is absolutely keeping them in this game. If you want to get frisky, a touchdown is 5-1. to one, And a field goal attempt, they don't have to make it. Just a field goal attempt is 6-1 to one if you think that the Eagles can put something together and make about a 97 96 yard drive here you can live that all live bet all of that on the FanDuel Sportsbook app if you're new sign up you can still get in and live bet you can also got the AFC championship game coming up just use that promo code Abdallah A-B-D-A-L-L-A your first $5 bets gets you $150 in free bets just bet 5 bucks you get $150 what do you have to lose you lose 5 bucks you're gaining $145 that's I can understand that math yeah that makes sense I'm not a math man you can can get a hundred you you net a hundred and forty five dollars just by making and look if you win that five dollar bet you make even more money so there's no excuse not to sign up for FanDuel A B D A L L A for that promo code a mathman <laughs> Blucky Abdal it's wanna bet with uh, Blucky Abdal brought to you by FanDuel America's number one sports book we'll keep our eyes on the NFC Championship game Eagles lead seven nothing thirteen minutes left in the second quarter. From Philadelphia, that's the NFC Championship game. Black and Abdallah with you. Coming up next, we'll preview the AFC Championship game that will take place later on this afternoon. We'll do that next. This is Chicago's Home for Sports on FM 100.3 HD2, the ESPN Chicago app, and ESPN 1000. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's Home for Sports.